there was also, I think, the Imrahil, like the the Prince of Dom something. Yeah, who is Dom he? Dom or something Perignon. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wish. <laughs> Welcome to the Bring Your Own Book Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Tilly. And I'm Nikki. We're just about ready to wrap up our Tolkien miniseries, and today we're discussing the first half of The Return of the King, or Book 5, also known as The War of the Ring. I can't believe that we're just about done this. I feel like we've been reading these for forever, and not we necessarily in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like... I guess because we're doing, we're checking in, like, after each little book and not, like, each novel, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh, we have one more little box to check, and then we're done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we're almost done. I was surprised. <laughs> I know, right? I was surprised that the first half of The Return of the King is actually only the first 40%. And so we've still got, like, 60% of the book left according to my quick math, uh, yeah. when I looked at the final page count. Because I was looking at it, and I was like, that doesn't look like quite half. Um, but man, a lot of stuff happened in the first 40%. You'll also um. be really surprised in the second half that the ring gets destroyed like the third chapter in. And then there's just like what? seven chapters. Wrap of, up? Oh my yeah, god. The I'm not going to say what, because Kelly doesn't oh, know. No. But... I love it. I can't. I love this I book. Oh my god, the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a spoiler for me, Nikki. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, I didn't say what happens, but that, yes, no. it's, uh, yes. <laughs> it's actually good because it just cuts down on, like, the Sam Frodo time, which in my books is, like, totally fine. Aren't we reading the same book? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, okay. but okay. No, that is that is good to know in a way because I was kind of dreading. Like I was like, oh no, is this going to be another part two of the Two Towers for the last sixty yeah. percent of the book? And I was talking to my partner earlier, and he was saying, well, maybe you know, maybe it's a lot more of like subtle world building that kind of happens that you only see a glimpse of in the movie because it's not as like interesting as battle, 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 volcano ring, you know. Right. So wow. I was excited to hear that, and I'm excited to hear it from you too, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I love it. I am nervous from hearing that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just because I have no idea what I'm in for then. I mean, okay, I know this is not the same at all, so don't come at me, people. But, like, I watched the end of Kenobi last night, and I liked it. Don't get me wrong. But the ending was a lot of fan service and, like, so many endings where I was like, okay, but wait, why are we still going? So now I'm worried that that's, obviously this is not going to be fan service because this was written like way, way back. But <laughs> it, I'm just worried now that it's going to be such a drawn out long ending because for me, we're building up to tossing the ring in the pit, right? Right. I was I was thinking about that a lot, actually, when I was reading um, this book earlier today, was that Tolkien really threw out the whole idea of, like, the classic plot structure, you know, mm -hmm. with the, the rising action and the climax and the denouement and the, like, falling action, all that stuff. And it's really interesting to see, especially because I feel like the Lord of the Rings books are 
really talked about as being like classics of maybe not classics of literature, but classics of fantasy, like classics of a certain genre that follows this like hero's journey. And it's so interesting to me that he chose to kind of break up the typical norm of plot structure Mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah. Because it doesn't follow how you would expect like the climaxes to be. And for the, um, all the exciting battle scenes, like we're all in the beginning of this book, just like wham, bam, one after another. Maybe exciting for some, not for me. Oh dear. (laughs) We'll get into that. (laughs) I think what's interesting is the most exciting battle, in my opinion, is only talked about. You don't the, actually battle. Yes. You don't actually get to see the battle that um the dead help Aragorn with. Oh yeah. You just hear Legolas talk about it when they're in the houses of healing. So because mm-hmm. in the extended edition of The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King you see yes. a little bit of that battle you see the whole with thing. Aragorn charging in and all of the dead behind yes. him, but you only you only hear about it in the book. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, cool. it was even in the in the extended edition of the movie as well. I remember there being a lot more about him asking the dead to fulfill their oath and like that whole kind of yeah. scene. Of, you know, and it was so cinematic in the movie, and I remember it like, left a really big impression. And then in the book, it was like two pages long. Yeah, the book, they're <laughs> and like, then yeah, just... we rubbed this rock, and then they came. Yeah. But they don't they don't go to a rock in the movie. They go, and there's like no. a city of the dead, and Aragorn beckons yes. them, and he says, I'm the heir of Isildur, I'm the Elisar. Maybe he's not calling himself Elisar then, but he's like, I'm the heir, I'm the king of Gondor the, like, head of the Dunedain, and you promised my ancestor that you would do something, and he cursed you because you fucking sucked. So, come on, bitches, let's go. We got another <laughs> war to fight. <laughs> he did it just like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Little known verbatim. fact, Nikki is actually Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, you, how, tell us about breaking your toe when you kicked that helmet. It was awful. Oh, she's told us a lot. <laughs> It was a helmet, right? I was like, please get it right, Kelly. Yeah, it was a helmet. <laughs> okay, it great. It was a helmet. <laughs> but, okay, going back to our discussion about the plot structure, mm-hmm. remember, was it last episode we talked about how we were like, why can't he just, like, flip back and forth between people's perspectives? And then we were like, but they right. didn't really do that. He did that in this one a little bit. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was surprised. I was like, wait a sec. He heard us, you know, like he did it. <laughs> Through the years. <laughs> My book is a magical book that has changed for now, like for this oh, it's current like- reading. Oh my god, it's like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, <gasps> but but a book. Oh but yeah, that really surprised me. I was like, wait a sec. Mm. Wait, wait, why? Because we left Pippin at a very stressful point in time. And then mm-hmm. Tolkien's like, I'm going to try going to someone else's story. And I was like, wait. <laughs> well, we ended at a very stressful time for Pippin, too. Yes. Just That's completely. very true. <laughs> that ending. Okay, so, okay, let's backpedal a little bit. So I had some struggles with this book, book five. The ending of this book, I was shooketh because I did not remember this at all in the movie. I barely remember this movie. And I was shooketh. And I know he doesn't die in the movie. He better not die in this book because I'm going to have some some grievances to air. Okay? So the head bobbing that's happening, people, <laughs> when I'm saying these things. <laughs> a little bobblehead. Yes, the sass. 
but I was shooketh. We're like, is Pippin dead? I don't know what's going to happen. That was a good ending, I got to say. Yeah, it was a lot of um, really exciting battle stuff near the end. I was so pumped up by the Eowyn Witch King of Angmar moment. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, I've never felt this alive. Like, I was cheering while I was reading it. It was amazing. But then the the fake out of like, is she dead? Yeah. Is Faramir dead? Is Pippin dead? Is everyone dead? <gasps> Theoden actually dead, but everyone else seems, I guess, okay right now. Yeah. Um, Except lots for the crazy of fake guy. almost deaths. Yeah. Who's the crazy guy. king? Oh, Denethor. Denethor. Oh, he was the steward. steward. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I think the reason why I didn't really enjoy this book was because it's not that I don't enjoy battle scenes. And I know I said this before to you guys off air. I enjoy action scenes. I think it's just the way they were written that I was like so lost. And also, I didn't remember half of these people. A lot of new people. Yeah. And so it's like someone we've never met and they're like, oh, and this person then spoke up. I'm like, bitch, who are you? Why are you here? Announce yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who you are. And now you're you're not part of the Yeah, if you're not part of the original nine, get out of here. (laughs) The capacity for new names is gone. Yes. Yeah, there's only really a few people in this book that matter that were that are new. Denethor. Yeah. Um Burgil and Baragond. So Baragond Mm -hmm. is Burgil's dad. He's the captain that kills the two soldiers to save Faramir. And then his his nine-year-old son that he sends Pippin to at the beginning of the book to guide him through Minasirith. I know. Yeah. Okay, whoa. Whoa. Game changer. I thought Burgil Baragond or Baramond, whatever his name is, I thought they were the same person. No, it's I thought it was son. one person. No. And I didn't know there he was two. nine. Oh. Yeah. It was a real blink and you miss it moment. It was like a one second of dialogue. I did find in this wow. book I had to go back if my mind was wandering a lot and I had to keep going back and like rereading paragraphs and be like, okay, Tilly, focus. You need to you'll you will miss things if you do not go back and read this. Yeah. Um there was also, I think, the Imrahil, like the the prince of Dom something. Yeah, who is Dom he? Armuth Dom or something <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Have you ever Dom, had Dom, Dom Perignon? It's not yes. that tasty. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't like nice. it. But it was oh. free, so I had a, a mm. few sips, and then I gave it away to someone else. <laughs> My husband. I was like, here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Um, continue. <laughs> no, that's okay. I was just trying to remember this other uh, prince guy's name. He ends up being like the other steward of the city um, because Faramir's injured. Anyway, he came out of nowhere and I was like, what is your name? Why do you have so many names? Tolkien yeah. really, um, really loved to give people more than 16 names in this book. Yeah, I was yeah. starting to get a little, a little bit like, okay, we got it. Yeah. But we, we don't need to all refer to the same person with a different name, depending on who we are to that person. Yes. That's confusing. We needed yeah. to settle down. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah, like Aragorn has like 50 of them because he's obviously awesome, I understand. Everyone's like, wow, I love you, I'm going to call you this. No, I'm going to call you this. Like, okay, great, I love it, but I can't keep track and I don't know who we're talking about. Um, We were were talking, or uh, they were talking to Gandalf and they're calling him like Mithrandil or Mithrandil. I was like, elvish name, I think. 
Or is he the is that his white wizard name? No. No, no I think that was always his name, just what the elves called him. And like I think oh, um Gondor had some like ancient elvish texts or something. Mm. I'm not sure why the Gondor people call him that. Gondorians? Gond Gond Gondonian? What are they I called? Would say Gondor- Gondor- yeah. Gondor Primulon. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't understand that, but I, I love that it makes you laugh. <laughs> Anybody watch Recess? The Pale Kids? Oh, like Gondor yeah. Primulon, JT, because they speak backwards. But I don't know what Gondor Primulon means. It's like something in their like <laughs> fantasy language thing. <laughs> well, no one? Just write it out. You said they speak backwards, right? But I don't know if that is actually something backwards, because oh. what ends in a G-O-G? Dog? What a deep cut. Wow. I didn't think it was that deep. I was like, recess? No? Okay. But maybe, if anyone listening out there, if there's anyone out there <laughs> who has seen this and understands what I'm saying, let me know. But anyways. Your references are so detailed and so varied, and I, I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> I, um, I'm eclectic, what can I say? But anyways, <laughs> going back to this. Oh yeah, right, back to the name. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. However, even though I agree with both of you that it's very confusing to have so many names for one person to keep track of, it is kind of cool to like mm-hmm. have all those nicknames you know what i mean because like we don't have that we don't have like no oh yeah Susie at the bakery or i don't know Susie over there calls me kelly the red maven or something i wouldn't you'd be the red <laughs> maven you've got ginger hair you know but like you know what i mean like we don't have these are yeah. like nikki the conqueror you know Ooh, like we don't have a ring these. to it yeah i would love those like i would love i guess we have to do more exciting deeds to get these titles, maybe. Well, what do you think <laughs> D&D is for? True. <laughs> Once we start playing, we'll acquire then we gain all the titles. Through D&D. That's right. <gasps> oh my god, it's all coming together. Yeah! Oh my god, I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> One thing I, wanna, I definitely want to talk about is Faramir and Denethor. That's his name? Yeah. 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 So first I need some background because I'm a little confused about some of it, but I remember this from the movie because I remember mm-hmm. it being so like, oh my God, you know, it's it was wild. Yes. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that in the book because it's just like, wow, the, the conflict, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's insane. Yeah. Um, but so, okay. He's the steward. Mm-hmm. So Baramir and Faramir, the brothers, I know that, and that's their dad, but they're not royalty? So I thought they the, were. The only people who can be king or queen of Gondor is a descendant of the Numenorians. So the and that's only, Aragorn. And that is Aragorn. So he oh. is the only person who can be king. So they set the stewards, the stewardship up to hold the place of king and keep Gondor and Minas Tirith together oh. until the rightful heir can come back. Oh. And it's a super interesting political structure, I think, especially because, from what I understood, it's like, because Isildur died when he went to go fight Sauron the first time. He's the guy who chopped off Sauron's finger. But who and is And started he? the whole... 
He's Aragorn's. He was the king of Gondor. No, he's Aragorn's ancestor. Like way back. Oh, okay. So because he died, it's like he couldn't have any descendants for the throne. And so the steward was like, I'll just hold on to this until, you know, uh, maybe we'll find a descendant or something. I don't know. It's just super interesting to me that it's like this. But then the steward becomes basically a royal and Denethor becomes corrupt with the power that he sort of has, but not really. So then when Aragorn does come or like the threat of Aragorn comes back, Denethor becomes so like threatened by it and kind of like crazy with power that he loses his mind a little bit and And it's it's just like super interesting to me yeah Yeah. and to add to that like denethor boromir and faramir are all dunedain like faramir faramir lives to be 120 years old because he has a lot of that blood still in him okay so he is still dunedain or descendant of the numenorians but he is not an heir of Isildur. So, okay. Right. Yeah. So Isildur is like so old, like so, like so far back in Aragorn's family How old tree. Is he? Well, <laughs> yeah. He's dead now. But, <laughs> but he's so far back in Aragorn's family tree that, like, I think it was the first age. So there was Numenor. His father, when Numenor crumbled brought their family and the other surviving members of the Numenorians to Gondor. So that's how old okay. Isildur is. He was the first he's like first generation Canadian mm-hmm. to Gondor. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Okay. But not okay. even I guess his heir would be because he came from Numenor. Anyway. He's old. Okay. Thank you, both of you. Yeah, because I was like, I remember this plot point, but I don't remember why it's happening. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, it it's adds a lot sense. of interesting layers. Yeah. yeah. Also, is Denethor not an off-brand, like, medication name? <laughs> Don't you think? Can't you just, like, imagine a commercial that's like, try Denethor. Side effects may include, like, lighting your sun on fire. (laughs) Denethor, do you get, um, do you get an itchy throat when you breathe in the pollen that's in the air or whatever? Like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it's totally, you're right. It's like the no-name version of a leave or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sets it up for him to be terrible which he is yeah spoiler alert yeah he sucked in the book but i think um watching the movie i really really hated him in the movie even more than in the book but one of my favorite scenes in the movie that does it happens but not really the same way in the book is when pippin is getting introduced to him he's he Mm -hmm. offers his services to denethor and Denethor says, do you sing? And he, he says, yes, but, like, I don't think my songs are good enough for you. And he's like, why don't you think your songs are good enough for me? And But in the movie, that happens a little bit later. And mm-hmm. um, Pippin sings the walking song in the Great Hall. And it is a beautiful and so, like, it's so sad, too. Because he's singing mm-hmm. this really profound, well, 
maybe not like originally profound, but because of the circumstances, it becomes these mm-hmm. really profound lyrics. And Denethor is sitting at the table and he's like shoving his face with food and there's like food going down his face and he just, he looks so slovenly next Mm -hmm. to this beautiful like soundtrack and you're seeing all of these different scenes playing out, the horses galloping into battle and everything like that. And I really wish that that's how it would have been in the in the book too but i think peter jackson Mm. did such an amazing job with that scene because it's my favorite in the whole movie and it didn't even Mm -hmm. actually happen like that in the book (laughs) it's a true interpretation and like Mm. teasing out what was like an important or could be an important moment in the book to the person who is then interpreting it to be like this is what it felt like for me and it's so cool that we could like i'm so glad that the movies exist and are such amazing adaptations of yes. these books, like pulling out all of these details and really like making them like enhanced from what they originally were, which is still great, but kind of making them even more than they were. And like, Oh mm-hmm. man, I'm so, yeah. I'm, I can't wait to rewatch the movies after reading all the books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Cause I, I mean, you're describing the scene and I'm like, sure. Cause I don't remember this movie like at all. I've, I've barely seen this one. I know I have seen it. But I've definitely seen the first two more than the third one. Right. So I've, I've seen, like, clips over and over from the third. But, like, yeah, I don't know. So for me, the Denethor guy in the movie was more, like, villain. Like, clear-cut villain of, like, oh, my gosh, why aren't you listening? You know, like, stop this. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff. But in the book, I still really didn't like him. But I felt, like, I felt more things towards him like it was a more complicated hate Mm -hmm. or anger towards him because i felt sympathy but i also was so frustrated and worried and terrified and then when he like really goes off on them like like i think right before he dies basically it's like wow like you're you're too far gone like there's no hope for you i think too depending Mm -hmm. on how old you are or were when you watch the movie Mm-hmm. you will miss the complexities of all of the mm-hmm. characters because there's so much yeah. in there that, and I mean, until you find out that he has one of the Palantirs and he's looking mm-hmm. into this crystal, you're like mm-hmm. pretty much just like, wow, why does he fucking hate his son? He's such a dick. Right. And then when you find out <laughs> yeah. that he's been so corrupted by Sauron and he he thinks that he's getting all of these things and like if Sauron comes into power he's going to have all this power and stuff and and obviously a classic trope of things like this you you make your followers think that they will be getting something and then when you come to power those things rarely happen you know what i mean mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. until you see that you're just like wow what an asshole and then you you know and you're like ah mhm <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm excited to rewatch this because I don't remember these things. So, like, it's going to be interesting because, I, yeah, when I saw it as a kid, who knows what I picked up on? You know what I mean? Because I didn't right. read the books. So it's going to be very interesting to watch it after reading this and being like, oh, my gosh, the layers and this and that and ah! Well, yeah, and we have so much more context for all of these things, too, because so much of what uh, 
is shown in the movies, they're kind of almost relying on the viewer having like some of the background context. I think they do a pretty mm-hmm. good job of making it easy to understand, even if you haven't read the books. Yes. But I'm sure it'll be like even more rich now that we know like, oh, because I'm sure there's like all these little Easter eggs that we might not have picked up on unless we know like, oh, that's because Sam mentioned this in the book and they don't have the line in the movie, but whatever we understand now. So yes. I'm excited yeah. for that. I want to ask Kelly mm-hmm. about um, how she felt about Eowyn, because I'm an Eowyn stan, um, for, have been for years, and while it wasn't as much as I would have hoped we got to see her on the page, mm-hmm. I still think her like big moment with the Witch King was like pretty exciting, and um, I'm wondering, Kelly, how you felt about it. So, I do like her. Um, again, I don't remember her in the movie. <laughs> Like not oh, really. That's so sad for I me. Know. You got you, you'll love her. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Finally, we get a woman in this book. You know, I know, and she does stuff. Yes, that's not like weaving and sitting and crying or yeah, whatever. Or like Arwen's doing. Yeah. taking so long to get the important herb to heal people, and she's just chatty Kathy. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> whatever. We'll get to her in a second. Yeah. So, Aowen. <laughs> I liked her. I wish we had more of her. I'm so yeah. glad she was like, he, 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 and like stabbed him. But also, she didn't really, because she had Mary, right? Did that happen in the she, movie? Yeah, I think so. She oh. sliced off the Nazgul, like the beast that he was riding. Mm-hmm. She sliced off his head. Yeah. And then I think she she swung at him and it fell down. And then I think Mary came in and like stabbed the Witch King in the ankle. Yeah. But then Eowyn dealt the killer blow. Okay, that's what I was confused a little bit about. <laughs> yeah, I had that to go back part and read it. <laughs> yeah, because I also was, I didn't know that she was like near death at the end. So then when they were like, oh my God, we got to get her to the healing house. I was like, what? I thought she just fell over. Like, what the hell? You know, so. It was very vague. I think yes. it's supposed to be like, because I kind of flipped back. I was like, wait, does she die? And I was talking to my partner and I was like, Aaron, does she, does she die? Does she die? Wait, it doesn't say that she's dead. Oh my God. Is she okay? And then I like read a couple pages. So I was like, never mind, She's still alive, but barely. Yeah. Because this was, oh, sorry. I was going to say, did you know that she's Dernhelm? At Who's the beginning. Dernhelm? So they're talking oh. about. <laughs> Mary's riding on a horse with this rider and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. It's there he tells him to call him Dernhelm and then you find it later that it's Aowen. Did you know? So I remember the part where she revealed herself and they were like, What? But I didn't remember that she was on the horse with Mary. Oh, okay. Why I don't know. But I do remember reading the part where she was like I'm not this man. And they were like, oh, you're not supposed to be here. Because then she's like, I'm going to fight, you know? And I was right. like, yeah. I love I that. I no man. Yes. Man, the Ooh. parallels to Macbeth in this series, I mean, with the, like, not being born of woman mm-hmm. in Macbeth, and that's like, the prophecies. Not, you know, it's true because I can still kill you because I was a C-section baby. And then also I was thinking about that at the end of The Two Towers with, um... Uh, all the Ents, like the forest moving upon Isengard. Mm. I was like, whoa, do you think Tolkien's favorite Shakespeare was Macbeth? I think so. I think Honestly, a lot of people's favorite Shakespeare is Macbeth because it's one of the best. True. <laughs> that is true. It's very good. And there's a very good uh, female character in that show. Very misunderstood, yes. but very good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As we all are. <laughs> Layers. Who knew? Ogres. It's like that TikTok. <laughs> yeah. 
Do we have to talk about Shrek in every episode? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a I've said layers. I said layers so many times, and I was, like, waiting for somebody to bring up Shrek or onions or something. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm sorry I let you down. <laughs> I wasn't going to be the one to do it. <laughs> but... Um, no, Tilly, you sent me that TikTok today of the guy being oh like, God. we're going to create yes. a female, a strong female character. She's going to be competent, but we don't have time to go into it. So we'll put like a lab coat in the background, like all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, I'll send it to you too. It was so fucking funny because yeah, okay. it was so, it's just this one guy like comedically, um, like he's running a meeting, pitching this female character oh. and it's so accurate yeah. and, um, so upsetting, but funny. Yeah. We'll link it in the show notes if this makes it into the yes. episode because it sums up a lot of things that we've talked about. <laughs> but Eowyn was freaking awesome. I loved her speech great. of like, nope, I'm going to do this. Try and stop me. You know you need my help, you know? And yeah. she can back that shit up because she is so freaking good at what she does. Shield Maiden of Rohan, yes. Honestly, every, <laughs> every time yeah. I read Theoden being like, tell Eowyn she's more than a daughter and stuff when he's dying and she's like right next to him but he doesn't know oh. and I'm just like oh yeah heart wrenching I know <laughs> I really beautiful. liked Theoden I forgot who he was for a bit and then I was like oh yes him and I was like so he's sad. a great character yeah. yeah I think I think he's probably one of my favorite characters who comes in late, mm -hmm. um, like in the series. Like right. you only you only meet him in the Two Towers, right? I think, yep. yeah, yeah. In Once We're in Rohan, yeah. And I think he's a great character. My only problem with with Eowyn, and this is really a problem with Tolkien, mm -hmm. is that he could not conceive of a female character who had a motivation other than being in love with somebody. <laughs> Yeah, so is she in love with Aragorn? Yeah. Yeah, she fully is. That's what I thought. Immediately upon sight. Yes. And I'm like, okay, cool. At least at the end, she's fighting the Witch King for her uncle, like for yes. Theoden. She's like, he is my kin, and if you if you touch him, like I will smite you, I think yeah. is what she says, which, whoo, shivers. Um, yeah. But it, it is shitty, I think, that so much of her dialogue is about like, let me go with you, Aragorn. They love you. I love you. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man. She, she could have other motivations. Yeah. She could have other things to be dealing with. Yeah. Yes. I do understand, oh, wow. like, playing up the... Um, the fierce nurturing or like mm -hmm. care or protectiveness that some women have, but not, not all women, you know? And also there's mm -hmm. many things to us and not just like, you're cute. I love you. I want to, I want to protect you. You know, there's also like, I don't know why I'm going to bring up Rin from the Poppy War by RF Kuang, but like, hello, yes. she's just a freaking badass warrior because that's what she is. She's not yeah, doing yeah. it for anybody but herself, which is, like, kind of bad at sometimes, but we're not perfect. You know what I mean? I think, so, yeah. though, thinking about it a little deeper, Eowyn's purpose, though, for Arag Aragorn within this series, I think having her be in love with him really shows, like, the two paths that Aragorn can go down. He can stay with mm -hmm. Arwen, mm -hmm. who is an elf who is supposed to be going to the Undying Lands. She's supposed to be leaving Middle-earth. All of mm -hmm. the elves are leaving. That's why they weren't in the Battle of Helm's Deep. They're, they're done with the world. They are. They're going to wow. the Undying Lands, and they're going to live yeah. in peace. 
so he can be with Arwen or he can settle down with a human woman and have a very normal life and et cetera, et cetera. We see later in this. Now, I can't remember how how much they put on, like, how much he puts on the page, if it's kind of one of those, like, passing comments. But the decision he does make takes a toll on many people for different mm-hmm. reasons. So I think that that's probably more what he's thinking. I don't think that Tolkien mm-hmm. really was thinking, ah, oh, yes, women, only good for whatever. I think he was just thinking <laughs> yeah. this character is going to progress this plot point. But yeah. but that's I, also bad, yeah. I think. <laughs> There's yeah. a I lot think of characters the in this character. that are yes. there yeah. to... That's, that's what side purpose. characters do. So Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's true. That is true. I think that it, it, makes sense. It is sense. true. It also, it annoys me. And well, I think both of those things exist. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes a lot of sense because, yeah, like, I, I do remember that from the movie where it was like, he wasn't really supposed to be with Arwen and go mm-hmm. um, to the Undying Lands. So, yeah, I do remember that, like internal struggle of like what do i do i want to be with you this is complicated you know um i wish we had more of her in the book because i I, wish yeah yeah i'm another part i was confused about (laughs) in this section (laughs) for some reason i thought okay am i crazy did they think aragorn had died and then he came out with people and they were like oh my god he's not dead what do you mean in the movies in the book yes Oh, in the book. And what we I just read. I think so. Do you mean really? like in general? Like, do people think that the heir of Isildur was no more? Or no. do you in in this book, like the book that we just read, I remember there being a part where they were talking to Pippin and um the uh, I guess he's nine, the other guy. I thought that was one person, it's two people. They were talking about Aragorn and like where did he go? And Pippin's like, I don't know. And they said, like, if uh, he can only go to this place when they're ready for him. And they were talking about, like, death or something. Oh, I think that was when Aragorn was going to the path of the dead, like, going to ask the dead to fight for him. And I oh. think everyone at that point was like, no one's ever survived going down the path of the dead. So guess that's it for Aragorn. So yes, you are right. Okay. And okay. I think, so the... The people who know the story know that only the heir of Isildur can wake the army. Mm. But I think, mm-hmm. too, because a lot of the children of Numenor were raised in Rivendell, I don't think that it was, like, common knowledge that the heir of Isildur was alive. Mm-hmm. So I think that people, like, if he comes into into Gondor... And he's like, I'm Aragorn, I'm a strider. And they're just like, yeah, whatever, who cares? Because <laughs> he's not saying, I'm the Elisar, I'm the, like, mm-hmm. here's my sword. You can see, I'm the heir of Isildur, here's my dead army. Like, yeah, news traveled slow. So I think that it, yeah. w- it wasn't like <laughs> everybody in Middle-earth just knew that the mm-hmm. heir was still around. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he was kind of like a prophesied legend or something like he's out there somewhere and like maybe yeah Yeah. and then he comes storming in with all the dead people and they're like boom 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 
Well, I yeah. mean, we, we heard the <laughs> prophecy in the first book. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's the not all those who wander are lost. Not all that glitters is yep. gold. Yeah. I thought that was just something Gandalf wrote to be like, you're going to find him. So he yeah, but write- I think it's a prophecy about him. Yeah. Oh, so Gandalf didn't, didn't just be like, <laughs> put a no, poem he wasn't down. just like, oh, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> the mood strikes me. The inspiration. Yes. That's what I thought. I was like, that's so clever. I didn't know that he wrote that on a letter. That is such a Gandalf thing, though, to yes. be like, one moment, please. Let me just <laughs> write a little limerick. <laughs> yes. Wow. I feel Gandalf like. Gandalf is pretty. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to quickly say, I feel like every time we sit down to record, I'm like, did I understand anything? I did. I promise. But then I'm always so like, but wait a second. So, okay, cool. Anyways, continue. (laughs) It's dense. It's really dense stuff. Like, I definitely had to go back a few times and be like, okay, all right, brain, focus. Mm -hmm. Who is this person? Okay, it's this person. How are they related to this person? Like, I think it's, it's a lot of having to figure it out in your brain mm-hmm. in between the pages rather than like Tolkien spelling it out for you. Yeah. Um, which is fun because it's kind of like a little puzzle, but it's also not fun because sometimes I don't want to do all that work, man. Yeah. Um, I So I get that. <laughs> I think also, Kelly, like I know you've, you have like enjoyed parts of the books, but I know that you like struggle to pick them up. And I yes. want to say like, for you and also for everybody else out there who is listening and tried to read them and maybe didn't or has read them all with us but feels the same way that Kelly did, you don't have to like these books. This is not yeah. <laughs> like the, these books are not like the be all end all. They're not for everybody. I don't enjoy every single thing about them, even though I know a lot or mm-hmm. quite a bit about what's happening. So it is not, like, at least nobody here is going to be like, oh, my God, you didn't like The Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's fine. No, like, we don't care. We are yeah. all different people. And it's yeah. okay to be like, yeah, that was that was fine, but I'm done and I don't need to do that again. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, I don't not like here, it. Here, here. <laughs> yeah. I just, there are some parts that I was like, oh, my God, on the edge of my seat and other parts where I was like, what the fuck did I just read? Like, this is so old, you know, like, or this is so dated and just of like the style, you know, but I don't hate it. That's the thing. I have like a complicated relationship with this series because, yeah, half of it I've loved. The other half, I'm like, I feel so lost and I'm not, not a reader, you know, and I'm not, not smart. So it's just like, a different experience for me and also we've talked about this i feel like almost every episode where um you know there's so much stuff in this world that is not in this trilogy or this cycle i guess Mm -hmm. um and so for some people that's like wow let's uncode this or decode decode this and for me i'm like there's too many unanswered questions for me to read this cycle and be Mm -hmm. like i understand everything so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Like, right. I think there's too much puzzling for me where I'm like, I'm getting stressed out sometimes trying to enjoy this, you know? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think, you don't want that. I yeah. think, I think that's you will fair. probably like the second half then because okay. the stuff happens very quickly. But then you do have all of those chapters of closing up. 
You're getting okay. answers to things. You're seeing where people are going instead of just being like, yeah, drop that ring in that, that hot pot in the volcano. <laughs> Instant pot. <laughs> drop the ring in. Okay, done. Everybody go home. And then you're left sitting there like, but, but, but you get some of that, you know, closing. That's, oh, can't wait. Oh. I keep going back to um what, Tolkien wrote in the, um, I think it was the foreword in my edition, yes. which basically him being like, you know, I understand this isn't for everybody, had some very rude critics, and I just want to say, I just tried to write a book that uh, would touch people and move people, and all I had was myself to go by, so if you don't like it, whatever, I probably don't like your books either. So I think even <laughs> Tolkien would support you being like, you know what, not for me. But you know what, he hasn't read anything I've written, so he can't right. say that to me. So I'm going to clap back a clap back at his estate. Oh, no, I think he would support you. I don't think he would be mad at you. But I guess we don't know because um, yeah. the, the author is dead, yeah. literally, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, that, that makes me feel better. Anyway. But I don't hate this. Yeah. It's just, I have a complicated no. relationship. I'm very excited to watch the movies because Lord knows I need that refresher. And I like, I like the movies. So I'm excited for them. <laughs> me too. Oh my gosh. So, okay, the other thing, I'm trying to think what were the major things that happened? Okay, question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry? You're moving the, the podcast along. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of the listeners who don't, who maybe have questions. <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> All the exactly. questions. Okay, the Nazgul. We've seen the mm. Nazguls before. Those are the Black Riders. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. Okay, so that moment when Gandalf was like talking to him, and he was like, get out of here. It was like a second you shall not pass, or I'm sorry, you cannot oh, yeah. pass. Did you notice that? <laughs> are I you didn't in the moment, but that's the, fun. <laughs> are you talking about the mouth of Sauron? When they're negotiating? Uh, yeah. Wasn't it a Black Rider? That's like not a Nazgul. Oh, no. What? That, oh. At the end, you mean? At the very end? Yeah. So of the, book? the mouth of Sauron is like one of his like devoted servants. And he's his herald and messenger. And he's also acting as lieutenant of Barad-dûr. So that's oh. right at the gate, Kelly, yeah. when, yeah. when the Aragorn yeah. of like 7,000 are going up. Yeah. I think there may have also been a moment, though, where Gandalf was guarding Minas Tirith and the Nazgul, like the Witch King, I think, was coming up. And then I think Gandalf was like, you can't pass. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Oh, now I don't know. Because I remember. There were so many battles. Yeah. So many epic moments. Oh, my God. Uh just when I thought I had something right. Now there's two different times. Oh, my God. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm glad you told me. So, okay, is that... I was... Is, is the, the mouth of Sauron... Is that an orc? No, I think that he's I kind of... I think it's a of, human. I think that he's kind of, like, fucked up. Like, Sauron, <laughs> like, you know, the helmet, okay. like gross mouth yes. situation it's like darth vader <laughs> kind of thing but like yeah. middle earth mm -hmm. okay yeah. okay or i guess he would he wouldn't be 
Okay, yeah. He would be Darth Vader, and then... I just watched Kenobi, so here we go. He would be Darth Vader, and then Sauron would be Emperor Palpatine. Sort of. Sure. Maybe. (laughs) I'm gonna have the Star Wars. I feel like Darth Vader is much more important than Sauron. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say if... But if the... If Star Wars was about Emperor Palpatine, not about Darth Vader. Yes. Because I don't think he's, like very important i mean he he is i guess in the grand scheme of like sauron's like armies because he's the <laughs> lieutenant but in terms of this no not important yeah <laughs> okay okay wow Glad we sorted that out yeah <laughs> all the parallels i mean obviously there are parallels between like major kind of fantasy sci-fi oh, yeah. stories like this all the time people talk about the similarities between Lord of the Rings and the structure versus Star Wars versus Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's this kind of trope in this this hero's journey Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, having the various different, like, characters and their different levels of hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think it's, like, a wild assumption that you're making here to be, like, (laughs) if he's, like, the Star Wars version of this, so. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to talk about Gandalf being super badass, and then I got the wrong moment, yeah. probably. But I guess my point is, Gandalf, he's super badass when he needs to be. He's super fun mm-hmm. most of the time, and I love that. I love mm-hmm. his trollishness, <laughs> where he's, like, making yes. fun and, you know, being a little bit ridiculous. But I also love that he is, like, so powerful and so, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to say fearsome, but, like, kind of. Like, he's yeah. very powerful. And people, or I don't want to say people, I guess, um, Saruman and all the orcs and whoever look down on him thinking, oh, whatever, you're nothing. But really, I was thinking the other day, the not the only difference, but, like, a main difference between villains and heroes is villains have the best confidence in themselves, and they belittle <laughs> the other people. It's like sports, right? It's like, I'm way more be- I'm way more better wow I'm better than you I'm way more stronger than you and I'm gonna kill you you know what I mean yeah <laughs> yeah well I think it, I think it's a good point especially I was thinking with, with um, now that Gandalf is Gandalf the white yeah I feel a lot of his humor has like I don't know gotten more serious mm-hmm. like he's he is more kind of badass in this book than he was in the fellowship when everything was like a little bit la-da-da like yes. just bumbling along and i feel <laughs> yeah. like now that he's come back with this like purpose and kind of i've been sent back here to finish this task he's like all right i'm gonna fucking finish it yes it's like is it malcolm gladwell who wrote about david and goliath like in i think it was outliers he talks about like everyone i don't know the bible very well i just know like english class stuff or whatever i saw this interview with him and he was talking about how people when you learn about David and Goliath, David's the underdog because Goliath is this huge, powerful person. But in reality, David knew what he was doing and he had this like really, really powerful weapon and he knew how to use it. So it's like the villain has this confidence, but Gandalf is like, ah, you think I don't know what I'm doing? You think I'm not powerful, bitch? And then he's like, you cannot pass. <laughs> The, he he is very tough when he needs mm-hmm. to be, but we also do mm-hmm. see in this book a few times him say, I'm terrified. Yeah, Like, I true. think we're all gonna die today. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, wrap up all the shit that you need to do because, like, TikTok. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he has those moments, but I I also remember, correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am, but <laughs> doesn't he also, at the same time, he's like, I'm terrified and like, we might all die, but also we have to like, just let what, let yeah. the chips fall where they may and just go mm-hmm. yeah. and like, do it and do our best, which I'm like, that is extremely hard. He's like yeah. so brave. Yeah. Oh my god! I think off. kind of like what he says is he's like a new day will dawn, but we won't be there mm-hmm. to see yeah. it. Essentially, so like you know, for the greater good, they will. Yeah, yeah. He says something. Oh, I wish I could find it. He has this really nice saying of like what you're saying of like we might not be here, but like the soil will like other people will like till the soil or whatever like other people will be here Mm -hmm. after us whether or not we are which i'm just like oh that's so nice like not nice but also oh my god also easy for someone to say who could get back to like (laughs) yeah the undying lands and they could be like just kidding we have another mission let's go back to middle earth yeah, you think he dies, and then he comes back even more powerful. And then everyone else is like, but all these other people died, and they just died. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it is true. such a compelling storyline, though, that idea of Gandalf being so powerful and, so, like, almost invincible in this book, it feels like. You mm-hmm. know, like, many people tried to kill him, and he came back stronger every time. Mm-hmm. And yet, he refuses to do anything or not refuses but he's so committed to the idea of frodo being on his way the ring bearer alone can complete this mission and you know we can't help him it's his journey now and it's such an interesting and compelling storyline i think for gandalf that he's like holding the fort uh everywhere else and just like every time he gets a bit of news about frodo he like clenches his fists in anxiety but he's like well we gotta just let it happen, and it's just a lot. Yeah. Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. I totally agree with you. But when you said clenches, I thought you were gonna say like like clenching his bum or something like. It's <laughs> holding in a stress poop for Frodo. <laughs> Why do we have to go this direction? I mean, if I were him, I would definitely been be holding it a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- <laughs> Isn't it interesting that they never show characters going to the bathroom? Hmm. Yeah, especially when Nikki and I have read Crave, where you follow her every fucking minute of her life, but she yet never goes to the bathroom or showers. Anyways, that's another topic. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'm just saying if I were him or any of these people on this journey, like what if you were one of those people who can't poop away from home? You would be dead. You would be oh so God. backed you up. Figure if you it were out. a hobbit and you couldn't poop anywhere but your own home, and then you're on this journey, <laughs> you've made it all the way across Middle Earth without a poop. Like, <laughs> you'd be dead. What yeah, did they you'd die do that from? Healing house, constipation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he needs extra king's foil. <laughs> oh my God. Aragorn, breathe on it quick, quick. <laughs> Okay, I gotta say, that King's Foil bit, a little bit lame to me. Right? Yeah. I'm like, what? you mean there's a plant that everyone who is a healer is like, that's useless. And he's like, not for me. Yeah. yeah. I have the power of the air. I was like, come on. Let me just blow on I this don't, don't mind Rub it on you. Everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I do With think a flower. that's a little bit like... Because at the end... can't kill these people. <laughs> how many of the nine die? Boromir. I don't know. 
<laughs> like up to this. Oh, point. did I say Baramir earlier? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's okay. Ugh, I hate myself. <laughs> oh, God. No, Kelly, no. I vote myself off this island. <laughs> no, such a poser. We want you to say majority wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But okay, I don't remember who else dies, if anyone, so please don't tell me. Well, so far, only Boromir <laughs> has died, right? Of the nine? Yes. I know Aragorn's going to leave. I do that, remember that. The statistics so. are just not adding up. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> so, and you're telling me everyone we've talked to who has a name survived so far, except Boromir? <laughs> But, like, a bunch of other nameless people are only coincidentally the ones killed by orcs? Yes. Theoden died. I don't get it. <laughs> That's true. Theoden did die. But yeah. I think But Faramir and Eowyn had, like, a fake-out moment. Yeah. Yes. And, and Mary as well. And yeah. Pippin is of. now not looking great. Right. <sighs> and Frodo's taken for dead as yes. well at the end of the yeah. second book. So yeah. it's like, how many fake deaths do we have to see yeah. here? Again, he definitely I know. the trope. Yes. <laughs> Didn't get yes. the memo. <laughs> uh, he's like, this he is a, a clever actor. device. Yeah. <laughs> Let me use it. Like, oh, actually, time. try a different one. Actually, let's behead <laughs> this guy instead. But, like, even the spider didn't die. You thought she died, and then oh my she God, didn't. Oh, and Gandalf fake died, too. Yeah. Whoa. How can I trust anything in this book? Pippin's gonna real. live. He better live. So help me, God. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> If I understand, it's like it's a book, Kelly, blah blah blah. But like, if if freaking Aragorn knew this whole time about these special leaves, why didn't he just keep a bunch in his little satchel? And he knew he could use yeah. them, right? He could have kept well, them with the does, group. He does use them early in the first book, right? When Frodo first gets stabbed by the Witch King on Weathertop. Is that what he uses? He definitely uses it in the movie. I don't remember if he does in the book as well. I don't think he they call something. it King's Foil. They call it something else. But he's like, quick, go get the weed. <laughs> he doesn't say. <laughs> he definitely says Athelos, I'm pretty sure. What? Yeah, so when they're up on the... Maybe I'm mixed up. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like, I understand you're trying to pack light for this journey, but I think a few leaves that could, like, you know, rejuvenate you from, like, 2 HP to max HP, you'd want it. Like, you know what I mean? Agreed. I agree. I know, and it's so, it was so dumb that this one lady was, like, arguing with him about this, and I was like, whoa, step yeah. back. Like, stop it. Yeah, and yeah. then just chit chit chit, dying. chit, 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 chat, you know? And he's like, could you, like, be quick and find this friggin' leaf, bitch? And then she was like, oh, I never heard of that. Like, I but refuse then the, to believe the one nurse is like that, okay? I'm but then saying. the yeah. other guy comes in, and he's like, we don't have that. And he's like, except old people drink it sometimes for headaches. And Aragorn's like, well, then go find a fucking old person. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> <Yeah>. let's <Yeah>. go. <laughs> Listen to yourself. Yeah. He was probably <sighs> also slightly insulted, because he's like, you're calling me old? I look better than you, because I'm not human. Boom. Whoa. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I think that things like that are really what stopped me from writing a book because I, I could never put that plot point in because I would be, this is too unrealistic. People are Mm. going to talk about it. Like how we're talking about this. It was a cop out because he didn't want (laughs) to kill like some people that he loved Tolkien. That is Mm -hmm. so if you were making billions of dollars off of this stuff and then a few 
little peons over here said, that's a cop-out. You'd be laughing all the way to the bank like, yeah, bitch, it was a cop-out. What of it? Well, his son, (laughs) he laughed to the bank. And now his son is laughing all the way to the bank, okay? His estate is, um, runneth over, okay? His estate runneth over. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not I like a think... fortune teller, so I can't say for sure, but I would have a really hard time allowing myself to just cop <laughs> out like that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so in the movie, Nikki, I remember a very dramatic scene where Aragorn swings open doors and his hair is all greasy and wet and everybody like turns to look at him. And I think that's in Rohan. But that did not happen in the book, <laughs> at least not in the way that I was promised. Well, so can you explain? <laughs> Rohan, that's in the second book. Yeah. I think that does Does it happen, happen, though, that he like... That he falls, because Aaron and I always quote, like, he took a tumble off the cliff. <gasps> like, that one orc. Was like... <laughs> so whenever our cat, like, topples over a box, we say, like, he took a tumble off the cliff. <laughs> anyway, so I was waiting for that line, because it's very funny to me, and it never happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> You're like, he didn't burst in with greasy, wet hair and take a tumble. <laughs> we love yeah. this. It's the best moment in the two towers, and I say that as a firm Helm's Deep lover. Ooh, gross! That sounds gross to say. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, went to I Helm's Deep expecting... last night. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that Helm was so deep. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> gross. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> anyway, uh, about Aragorn. Yeah. So that does happen in the two towers where he like falls and everyone thinks he's dead. Yeah, I think the extended edition. No, but does it happen in the book? I didn't remember. I don't think it does. I don't think so either. Anyway, doesn't matter, I guess, ultimately, but I'm glad we talked about it. Me too. (laughs) Well, now that we've gone down that rabbit hole, I'm going to dig ourselves out and say thank Thank you you all so much for listening to this insane wacky fun episode of our jrr tolkien mini series please join us next week for our very last episode in this mini series if you liked this episode and want to see more from us you can head on over to our instagram at byo book podcast to keep up with what we're doing and our tiktok at bring your own book podcast to see nikki doing some more funny bookish content and maybe occasionally tilly and i so until then, we'll meet you at Mount Doom. Um, pack light, because it is a little bit um, hot. And I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.